WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio presents Mary, Mother of Mercy, a celebration held at St. Veronica Catholic Church in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on October 7th, 2016. Archbishop Jerome Listecki, Archbishop of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, presided at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Now, here is the Gospel and the Archbishop's homily. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed of a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered, pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is her sixth month for her who has been called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In my mind, I, I never doubted the fact that my father would uh, defend me right to his very life. I think that was true for the rest of the family. There was never a doubt that my father would do that. That was always kind of a given. But when we wanted things to be all right, we ran to mama. When we wanted to be assured that everything would be okay, we ran to mother. Uh, there was always kind of a sense that mother would lay down her life or do anything for, in terms of sacrifice for the children just like dad, but there was something about mother that suddenly would wrap her arms around you and give you a sense of security. And you know that's true for us. It's one of the aspects that God gives us in terms of the wonderful aspects of being male and female and the attributes that we have. When we take a look at the first reading today, you've got to realize that that's a family snapshot. What Acts, and who's the author of Acts? Obviously Luke. Um, that what he is attempting to do is to show all of us who are present right after the ascension, getting ready 
for the great reception of the Holy Spirit. And so what does he do? He names the apostles again, just as remember Jesus did in the call, and he called them all forward. But then he added a few names along with them. And right at the end, almost verified the whole relationship by saying Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brethren, his brothers. And in that is a term for us meaning cousins, the relationships that suddenly are, are there. So in, uh, in the truest sense, what we have is we have a snapshot of those that will be the seed which will give birth to Christianity throughout the world. Now I did a little um, analysis of what numbers they would be. If you took all of those who were the followers or disciples of Jesus along with the apostles and Mary and a few of the numbers of her brothers, they might have been about 120. That was, and there in the Palestinian region was about 4 million people. So that would have been an average of 1 to 30,000 people. Now, what am, why am I saying that to you? I'm saying that to you, but think uh, and look what has happened. Look what has come out of those individuals that were entrusted by the Holy Spirit. Do you really think that any human being, that any human device could have established what we are today as church unless it was divinely guided? Look at the numbers. That's all you have to do. And look how that was empowered. And wonder in how great the Lord's plan is for all of us. I offer you the three M's of Mary in analyzing basically the gospel today. And those three M's are maidservant, model, and mother. Maidservant, model and mother. I've had the privilege of doing a reading of a couple of saints, would-be saints, individuals from literally um, uh, religious orders that were put forth for the cause for sanctity. And so one of the things is, what was my task was to read through the boxes of materials that the individual would have. And when you do two of them, and then also when you're kind of called in to consult on a number of others, you, you suddenly start to get a little bit of a sense of the direction of individuals who form and fashion the church. Take a look at those women who came into various territories of here, just the United States, with little or nothing little or nothing, and built schools and hospitals and orphanages who cared for the neglected and those who were marginalized by the society. Little or nothing. There's a, a term called resignation. The, 
That's a term that just means I just resign myself and turn myself over to fate. This is what it is, so what? That's what's going to be happened. Well, I found a sense of resignation in every one of those saints. I find a sense of resignation in Mary. However, it's not a resignation that's based upon the human. It's a divine resignation. It's an understanding that I'm powerless to even approach the problems that I'm looking at. I'm powerless to do that. But I have a divine resignation. I turn it over to God. And I know with God, he will do the great things. He will take me and use me as his instrument. I am the maidservant of the Lord. Be it done to me according to your word, says Mary. She doesn't know how that's going to be accomplished. But there's a resignation that if this is what God wants, then I turn myself over. I welcome the challenge. I always love the statement, and I remind people when they get a little frustrated. And, they, you know, you can get frustrated today, especially with our society, can't you? You, get, you say your prayers, and we're looking to try to move the needle on life and life issues. We see ourselves still struggling. I remind people of the Mother Teresa of Calcutta quote, the newest saint. It is not your task to be successful. It is your task to be faithful. It is not your task to be successful. It is your task to be faithful. And then in that faithful, God will use it the way he sees fit to challenge and disturb maybe even a society that fails to recognize his hand that's involved in the workings of today. Mary is the maidservant, the one who turns her, herself over to the divine resignation. Jesus also gives Mary to us as a model. And I always love the fact that Jesus chose to make a statement to his church at the cross. Not led necessarily immediately to the joy. You can't get to the resurrection unless you go through the cross. You can't circumvent the cross and go to the empty tomb. You have to go through the cross in order to embrace the resurrection. And so therefore, it's at the foot of the cross that Mary gives, that Jesus gives Mary over to the church. What is John a representative of? He's one of the calls of the apostles. That's the apostolic tradition of the church. And Jesus is not only turning Mary over to John, you kind of think he's a good son, reaching out, helping mama at the end of her life, being caring about her, and certainly that's a human aspect and attribute that we applause and we love that. But take a look at what they represent. John, the apostolic tradition. John, 
represents the church that will be entrusted with the Holy Spirit. And who is he turning over? Mary. It was Paul VI at the end of the Second Vatican Council that said, if we're going to take a look at the effects of the Second Vatican Council and the teaching and try to live it out in terms of Jesus, we need to turn ourselves over and trust to someone. So it was at that time that he declared Mary the mother of the church. Mary, the mother of the church. Because once again, as the children running to Mary and seeking her assistance, her support, her embrace, her care. For the church that would now undergo difficult times in this modern period, Paul VI saw that. His successors encountered that to this very day. And it was turning to Mary and understanding her ability to embrace us and guide us and direct us that was all important. In Mary, we were given a model, a model of witness. We don't have the tremendous sayings of Mary that are taken out of the scriptures. Wouldn't fill a half a page. But what do we have? We have an example of someone who was totally faithful, who lived out of the love of God for all of her life, who continues to be a model and a virtue of that witness, Mary, the model. Mary, the witness. And then, of course, lastly, mother. You cannot separate Mary in the sense of our relationship as Catholics and not understand the role of mother. You can't. We confuse Protestants, don't we? You know we do. They said, ah, you want, you want to adore Mary. That's what you want to do. You want to hold her up and make her God. Better not tell my mother she wasn't God. You better not tell, better not say that. We know the special place that mother has. It's a unique place. When I have young women come up to me and take the name of Mary, and for confirmation, I'll say, you know, those are big shoes to fill, lady. You can't go into any church, any chapel, any Catholic institution in the entire world and there not be a statue, stained glass, a portrait, a picture of Mary. Why not? She is the doorway for the incarnation. We have no words to express fully the joy of the incarnation. God emptying his divinity into this world. We can't explain it. We can only embrace it. And the one who gives it to us is a yes by this woman who allows us through her firm faithfulness to God, to embrace God in flesh. As I say, you cannot go throughout the entire world without there. Go to any country and take a look at the, 
take a look at the patroness of Mary in that country. In our own here, we have Our Lady of Guadalupe. We have Fatima. We have Lourdes. And there's one which, unless there are some Indians here from India that you wouldn't know of, called Our Lady of Good Health, which is actually the third largest shrine in all of the world. And they come to her in droves, the Hindus, the Muslims, as well as the Christians. Mary is at every corner taking care of the children entrusted to her by God. She is mother. And in that sense, we have, we go to her to make sure that we have that sense of security, that things will be all right. The four other bishops of Wisconsin, along with myself, felt, hey, this might be a time to remind ourselves of entrusting ourselves to the Blessed Mother, using her prayer, the rosary, and giving us a sense of direction and hope, which sometimes we can lose in this modern time. We go to Mother because we worry about religious freedom. And you would think that in a country that's dedicated to a constitution that protects freedoms, that that wouldn't even be a discussion. And yet I can tell you, over the last 20 to 25 years, there's been an erosion of the ability to practice our faith without obstacle or without obstruction by the government. Then, of course, there's pro-life. From the moment of conception to natural death, understanding our respect and dignity for those who are children brought before us, those who are within our society and the need to recognize their dignity. What do you do with a society that you can have anything from a half to three quarters of a million people gathered together in Washington and all young people and have the media ignore it? I mean, ignore it. If I got 30 people together to protest something by the church, I'd, I'd have every TV station out there covering those 30. Three quarters of a million people gathering together in one city and spot, and no one gives even a passing commentary to it? Why, it's the wrong issue. What's the issue? They're there for life. Do you know the beauty of it? They're young people. They're young people. They're people who understand the value of life and understand that commitment of life, and they want a different society. So we take hope in their struggles. But it's still a struggle. 
Then we take a look at, at the debt our nation is in. And you wonder what's going to happen to us. $19.4 trillion? I recently had a, a priest, one of my priests, decided to do that to help his parishioners understand what that means. And he said, and he wrote me a little note, he said, if you were to give someone standing before you a $100 bill every second for every hour, for every day, for every week, for every year, throughout the, throughout the year, it would take 316 years to complete doing that task. And that's $1 trillion. I kind of like that to remind all of us about redemption, because we've lost the sense of Jesus as our redeemer. That person on the cross, he's redeemed us from a debt we could never have paid. Do you imagine if someone could whip out a checkbook and say, here's $19.4 trillion, you don't have to worry about it. Your children's children's children will not have to worry about this. Here it is. Oh, we'd carry him around, we'd name institutions after him, do whatever we could in order to, to highlight the fact of the great gift. And this is a Jesus through Mary who has redeemed us from a debt we could never have paid, from a slavery that we were bound to. But we've lost the sense that he's our redeemer, our savior. If nobody sins, what do you need redemption from? There's violence and terrorism and acts of war that continue on. And we go to Mother, Our Lady of Peace, asking her to protect all those in harm's way. And we take a look at those within our society who cannot assist themselves. And those are the poorest of the poor. Those who have in some way not been able to be fully incorporated into our society and we look to mother to reach out with care through us. Entrustment. We can get bowled over by all those problems. We can be swept away. It can become the tsunami which kind of takes us away and we, we can diminish almost the sense of our faith unless we listen to Mary who points to her son and says there is the hope, there is the trust. And when we feel it's darkest, we look to Mary and understand We've been entrusted as servants, and it's our job to have a divine resignation. It's our job to witness. It's our job to take ourselves to mother and know through her that all things will be all right. We take out our rosaries and we place our confidence in the mother of God who is with her children always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. You are listening to Mary, Mother of Mercy, a celebration on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. 
We will be right back after these brief messages. Hi, Father Jim Curtin here, one of the hosts of our weekly radio show on healing. I'd like to invite you to our second annual Healing the Whole Person Conference on Friday, October 28th, and Saturday, October 29th, at Marytown in Libertyville. On the eve of Halloween, Kyle Clement, an exorcist trainer, will teach us how to free ourselves from the negative spiritual forces in our lives that cause our own abilities. Out of Bob Sears will help us uproot the hurts in our family systems that bring pain and suffering. And I will teach you about healing and deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the cost for two days is $100. Priests, deacons, and religious attend for free, but must register. Call 224-789-8455 or go online at wsficatholicradio.org to save your place. Hello, I'm Scott Hahn from Franciscan University of Steubenville in Ohio. Catholic Radio is essential for the new evangelization. It reaches people who are not necessarily going to darken the doorways of a local parish, but they'll be driving by, and you can recommend it. You can even turn it on when you got a passenger in the car. Catholic Radio deserves your support as well, not only your prayer support, but also your financial aid. So I encourage you all, get involved and spread the word. God bless you. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. WSFI is on social media. Follow us on Twitter at WSFIFM and like us on Facebook by searching for WSFI Catholic Radio. Are you enjoying this WSFI local program and want to share it with others? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen, Then Programming. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, Listen, Then Programming. Welcome back to Mary, Mother of Mercy, a celebration held at St. Veronica Church in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on October 7th, 2016. Archbishop Jerome Lesnecki, Archbishop of Milwaukee, historically entrusted the faithful living in the state of Wisconsin to Mary, Mother of Mercy, in union with all the bishops of Wisconsin. Here now is the entrustment prayer proclaimed by the Archbishop. Heavenly Father, you care for each of us and you show this love in the person of your only begotten Son, Jesus, who is mercy himself. Father, you entrusted Jesus to the care of the Virgin Mary, and then Jesus gave his mother to each of us when he spoke from the cross. Behold your mother. Jesus, we now want to imitate you and entrust ourselves to your mother. Mary, mother of mercy, we entrust to you all the faithful in Wisconsin, 
in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, in the Diocese of Madison, Green Bay, La Crosse, and Superior, all to your maternal care. Mother Mary, Mother of Mercy, we are living in times of spiritual crisis, and we need your help. We are confident that you will bring us close to Jesus to help us to never be separated from him. He who is the way, the truth, and the life. Mary, help us to encounter Jesus through the praying of the daily rosary. Mary, Mother of Mercy, be with us now and always. Mary, Mother of Mercy, intercede for our families, all human life, for our religious freedom, for the true meaning of marriage. Protect us from errors and the many attacks on truth, and comfort us and help us to live in the joy of Jesus. Mary, Mother of Mercy, lead us to peace, which we know is to live in harmony with your Son, Jesus, and with each other. Mary, may our daily lives reflect your fiat to the Heavenly Father's divine will. May we love you, and we entrust ourselves totally to your loving and merciful care at this moment and always. Together we pray this through her Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for listening to Mary, Mother of Mercy, a celebration on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this or any program on WSFI, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. That's WSFI Catholic Radio dot org.